There we go. All right, all right, all right. I know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm being distracted. So, yeah. How we good? Good people. Some of you. <laughs> this, this is gonna be one of those ones tonight. I already know it. Hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. It is. This is the For the Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, aka El Capitan, aka El Cap, aka Caps Lock, aka the Backwood Ninja, aka the Left, aka the Savior, aka Texas Frankie. Phenomenal. Uh I'm missing some. How are you, beloved? Frankie gave a thumbs up. Thumbs up. That means excellent day. But we here. We here. <laughs> Look, man. Tonight I have a uh, I have a dear friend with me tonight. She is um for the early listeners of the For the Stress podcast, you might be familiar with this young woman. She was here. I, I hear you. <laughs> You might be familiar with this young woman. She was she was with us during the early days, but she has now transitioned into to beautiful dope shit that she's doing. <laughs> Can I get through the intro? I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just like to welcome back my good sis Alyssa, aka A Boogie. Yay. Hi everyone. You alright? I'm phenomenal. You good? I'm sensational. <laughs> Ask me again. Ask me again. You know you, you want to You good? I'm fantastic. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now Alyssa is, is um my ace spoon cone. Um she's she's been along with this, been along this journey with me for a long time um yeah I, I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to talk like i don't know her but it's very hard right now because she's goofy as shit and she's gonna make me laugh said the talk to the cattle she's gonna make me laugh this entire episode i apologize but before we get into that church <laughs> announcements follow the show on everything instagram for the stress underscore podcast you can follow me on twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj you can follow frankie at frankie metals on ig you can follow a celestial goddess on ig for your holistic healing you can follow at ivy's tico on ig for your herbal needs you can follow at embrace naturally on ig for your hair care needs you can follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc for your recording needs make sure y'all like rate review subscribe tell a friend tell a motherfucking friend and all that good shit like that there now it's the professionalism for me wow <laughs> look at that brain power <sighs> you gotta let me get into my interviewer bag you gotta you gotta let me do this i, I have me. to give you your per- I have to give you your flowers and your pearls and your diamonds listen for, tho- for those who don't know Alyssa knows me personally 
So this is why it's gonna be. But um, <laughs> this, is, this, this is why it's gonna be just a wee bit different tonight. But you know, she is um. Oh wow! I, you Dropping did it. Shit. You did it. Shit. We good, we good, we good. Everything is good. We dropping shit, but everything that's is good. That's the kind of night it's gonna be. We dropping shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Wait a Get minute. Up, bro. You don't know me personally. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sorry, I had a little studio malfunction. But, you know, I wanted to bring Alyssa in here because she is super dope in her own right. She has a lot of dope shit going on. Thank you, wanted. good brethren. Of course, of course. I appreciate I that. I wanted to uh, come in here and, and talk to you about, you know, things that you got going on. Before we get into that, though, you got to take a somber moment, unfortunately. We was here last week. We reported that DMX was in the hospital. And he, um, you know, we were sending prayers to his family, just trying to make sure that he pulls through. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. We lost DMX this week at the age of 50. He passed um, this past Friday. Um, I believe he was in White Plains Hospital. I'm not sure. I believe he was brain dead. That's what the reports were saying. The reports were saying that he was brain dead and his family decided to pull the plug on him. And it was just a very emotional day for everyone that I knew. Everyone who is a fan of hip-hop. Everyone who loves DMX. It was a very emotional day um he is a legend in our community he is a pioneer he he's all the adjectives whatever you want to say about dmx like he's it um yeah man so it just i'm I'm happy he's found peace but that was a very that was a very tough day very tough day it still is yeah yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel quite real. It's like, mm, you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, just because you know the day before online, you know they was trying to kill him off. They was trying to kill him off already the day before, and that made me upset because just the a lot of the media outlets were just rushing to be first instead of rushing to be correct, and that really bothered me as a as a fan of DMX so I um I had a real problem with that but you know they confirmed it the day after and it just I don't know man I don't know man prayers to his family shout out to everyone that fam, my whole block has been playing DMX since the news broke everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere like my whole block yeah my whole like six block radius everybody was playing x bro i play x the way here yeah. i play x the way home like everyone was playing dmx and that just shows the level of of love and you know adoration that he had like yeah man i don't know i don't know what else to say man rest of peace to dark man thank you earl for everything um, I don't want to keep talking about it because I'm gonna get emotional. But rest You're in peace. Allowed. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, you know, I'm You're trying to. We got company. Act right. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. But you know, rest. We're not in... company. We family. This is true. 
Nah, but I'm on. Um, so yeah, just just recipes DMX, man. Recipes DMX. We love you, X. We're thankful. We're thankful. We are forever in your debt, bro. Shout out to you, man. Long live the dog. But um, yeah, we here. Hello, Negroid. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know how I'm gonna have like a put because you know I get into my interview with shit. I don't know how I'm gonna do that tonight. But if you don't know Alyssa, um, Alyssa runs a web series called Two Things. Mm-hmm. Alyssa has been doing this for how long now? Two years. It's two years in February, my birthday. Okay. Okay. So it just passed two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's been doing two things on her IG. Is it on YouTube too? It's also on YouTube. Yeah, so follow um Alyssa on all social media platforms. She um How they gonna follow him if you don't tell them? I was I was getting there. Okay. I'm sorry. At listen two things on all platforms. But um <laughs> <laughs> And it's funny cause I was trying to have when I when I started this podcast, I was trying to get Alyssa to start a podcast. He was, and um, I was like, mm, I don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah. Time. So and why did why did you do two things and not a podcast? Because okay, let's. I guess we should st- tell the story of how two things came to be. So I am a notorious Instagram ranter, particularly on my stories. It was my um my medium slash drug of choice, and it went from. Like, I don't like how people will rant and they don't like to introduce themselves or introduce, you know, FYI, if you're watching this, some some shit's about to come up. So, it organically, and I guess because my background is media professionally, I kind of always like the idea of introducing something or potential for a concept and then going into it. So, for whatever reason, I kept saying good morning or good afternoon or good evening, good Instagram family. And then it, it always kind of worked out two things. And so I kept getting a lot of messages, a lot of DMs like, yo, when are you starting a podcast? When are you starting a show? Whatever. And I was like, I don't really want to do a podcast because the beauty of Insta stories is that it allows you to, or just video allows you to kind of engage with someone as close to immediate proximity as being face to face or whatever so you get to see the visuals you get to you get to see the visuals or their facial expressions or whatever's going on around them match what they're saying and the tones and inflections and so I always liked when I wanted to do media I wanted to do radio initially and then I was like no I want to be on I want to be on tv so that's how all of that came to pass and then eventually it just made sense to convert what I was doing on my insta stories into a web show and so became two things and the rest is history i mean well i know but for the for people listening where where did the name two things come from so two things literally came from my introduction so it'd be like in addition to two being my favorite number my mm-hmm. birthday is two two not gonna tell you my year because then you'll know too much about me <laughs> that's how people end up creating dolls in your image nah but <laughs> <laughs> Um, two is my number, two is my lucky number, two is my divine number. For whatever reason, lately I've been seeing 22 a lot for like the last year. So, I'm numerology. Connected. Yep. Numerology, my angel numbers, my life. My life passes a three. Oh, yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, which is a, has a completely different, you know, it's like a master number. It's the master teacher number, I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, two is my number. Everything, a lot of important dates in my life 
correlate with doubles and even my name has a double s and whatever my last name is you know it's just it all worked out and again when i would do my intros it always ended up being two things yeah, isn't man. that divine yeah man i was uh you know as a friend when when i saw her starting it i was just i was very you know very happy and proud for you of course and you know your content is often personal like you often pull from personal experiences but there's always a overarching message if i'm saying that right that's the right word so was that by design like was there's always like was was that the model like okay i'm gonna share a personal experience and then translate that into how it is how it can be applicable to anyone viewing so always um when it comes like I, initially i wanted it to be just ranting like ranting but i'm like everything has a purpose you know there's always in the midst of chaos and confusion and the gray and being in the eye of storm there's always a lesson to be learned and if we're just we learn to be silent we learn to be quiet we can we can gauge a lesson there, there's no such thing as a lesson that's too small or too big to impact somebody else and so as i started doing two things i feel like two things were sent to me it wasn't necessarily just of my design. I feel like it was divinely, like I was divinely inspired to do it because what I was finding, especially on social media, is that we get so caught up in like our own stuff and what we want other people to see that we're lacking the ability to connect. And the easiest way for people to connect is through experience, right? Shared experiences make us community. You know what I mean? We can see that as minorities, as black people. You know, we can we know that. We know what community looks like. And so... For me, I never was afraid of telling my truth, not all of it. And we all have our things we don't like to discuss. But generally speaking, I was never afraid to you tell my truth because somebody else might be going through something either identical or similar and can relate. And if that makes them feel less like they're going through it by themselves and nobody else can understand, then my purpose is done because I think that's ultimately why I'm here. I'm here to share through my experiences because I've been through a lot. I've been through some real fucked up shit. But that's the point. If I don't learn from it, if I don't, if I'm not willing to look it dead in the face, look my demons dead in the face and my experiences head on, then there was no point in me going through it. There's, for me, there's always a reason or there's some kind of method to the madness. There's something behind whatever we're going through that we're supposed to be relaying. And so that's that's kind of how it came to be. Um, with every passing episode is getting a bit more personal not by my design just again allowing whatever around me wants me to do this um and i find when i don't i get all kinds of shit happens <laughs> like, if i'll record an episode and i'll can it and then i'll try to do something else it won't work my camera won't work the battery will be fully charged not charged i can't use my, my memory card I'll be all messed up something will happen and i'm like so it's, it's, it's your call to do it. You're called to do it. I'm called. Whatever I was supposed to talk about, mm-hmm. I was supposed to talk about. And this has happened to me three times. So. Well, you've been in a situation where you've decided to not to, to, you decided to can an episode and the universe was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well. And three is again, my, my number is my life path number. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to listen to the universe in that aspect. Got to listen to whoever's supposed to be God, whoever's God in me. Right. You know, we all, whatever you, whatever you believe in, you believe in Orishas, you believe in God, whatever you believe in, whatever is guiding you mm-hmm. is, they make it really difficult <laughs> to be like, nah, I'm, I'm Gucci. Nah, I don't need to do that. There are so many other things I could be doing. Let me go. Can I just go make some money? 
let me just go make some money. Like, and you know what? Let they me ask. That. Yeah. They absolutely can, but I'm saying more in like in that like that generic sense. Like, I don't want to do this. Why do y'all want me to do this? Right. I could go do something else. I promise you, I could be better at something else. When was the moment that you realized, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, what? what because you know, you were saying, you know, the the universe d- directed you in this way. At what moment did you accept what the universe was telling you? Like, because I agree with you. I do feel like we're all called to do a specific thing. Mm. And sometimes they appear in ways that we not we may not be ready for. But we kind of just take that leap of faith to be like, you know what? I right, fine. I'm going to just do this because obviously everything is pointing me in this direction. I don't think I've ever had one point. I think it's been a series of moments where I was like, I might be bored with this. Mm. or this is costing me too much money it's too expensive or mm. i don't have the time i don't i just don't have the time there's all these other things i want to be outside and whole season tricking with the best of them i want to be outside no but i gotta be home recording i gotta be home editing i gotta learn how to edit properly i'm you know and i'm still learning and or just the the learning curve in and of itself like it's it's listen there's been a whole litany of things that have, i've been like i could just stop right here i'd be i would be fine nobody would even miss it and it's right in those times that i'll get something like a text message i actually keep i'm exposing myself i like to keep folders of certain things on my phone so whether it's certain big brands watching my stories or liking my posts or a folder of my ex when he's not my ex but he's my ex but sometimes he's my ex but not really but kind of sort of you know that kind of situation or just like <laughs> speak your truth speak your truth <laughs> or um just like really beautiful things i see like on my walks when i walk in the summer like mm-hmm. and one of the things i keep are like i call them the ego the ego folder because it'll be messages from y'all mm-hmm. that are like reminding me of who i am or most recently it's messages from people who are like yo this 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 the episode you just did mm. yo it resonated and here's why or dms or text messages sometimes my mom will um my mom always reads my black mood board which i'll explain in a minute she always texts me yo this this episode you i mean this this volume you just did mm-hmm. fire and she gives me details and she's like the way you worded this here or whatever and she also gives me criticism like um roman numeral for nine that's wrong <laughs> I was like that's on purpose but i hear you but so it's those moments and they're the little pockets of moments i'm like yo just keep going because some days i don't feel like i feel like yo who the fuck wants to hear what i have to say isn't this kind of boring to talk about like i don't even want to listen to me like when i'm editing if i don't want to hear it there's a very strong possibility it's not coming out and it's, that's when I'm like, okay, you got to spice it up. You got to start thinking. And that, I get I, what I've started doing before I record or like in the days leading up, I pray really hard. Like, y'all come help me. Because mm-hmm. if I'm like, if I don't have something I want to actually talk about, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, come help me. Come help me because I can't, I don't have, I don't know what to talk about. What do you want me to talk about? And then things will, certain things will occur that'll be like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be talking about right now. Mm-hmm. So it's those moments that are like, if you need, hey. If you need that that FYI, keep going. This is it. It just sounded like you can't stop now, even if you wanted to. Um, it feels like that some days. Mm. It feels like that, which it's rough because it's like it's out of it's almost like out of your hands. You know, like it's not in my control, but I think that's the point. Bigger than you already. 
is so yeah, much bigger than bigger, me. Way bigger than you. Way bigger. And it's released me from a lot of superficial things I thought were important or that I thought would help attraction, like like likes or views. Because mm-hmm. the point is not... I don't need 10,000 views to make a point that it's impactful. Right. To be impactful, you need to be able to impact at least one person. Right. And for me, it's like, all right, so I don't need to... Let, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the five people who are commenting, the five people right. who this affected, the two people who DM'd you, the one person who right. texted you, you know? The the one person who subscribed to the YouTube or bought the merch. Right. You know? The, the whoever is responding to the black... Emailing me about the black mood board and how it affected them and made them cry. Uh. That's important. And I think we I think we're caught up now in the the game of metrics mm-hmm. and analytics. And it's from my perspective, it takes takes creators and creatives away from being pure in that art. Because now you're you're obsessing and now it's an addiction. And mm-hmm. it's like any addiction, addiction will cloud your ability to judge properly and from a clear understanding and, and like just from a clear like with clear vision uh-huh. you know because you're so caught up in the, the obsession of getting stuff done because you think that's gonna increase sales because you think that's gonna increase viewership and it may because the algorithms that be but mm-hmm. all of that that's extra work detracting you from what you're supposed to be doing so then let me ask you as a creative then how do you separate that because we are so Cause I see a lot of, this is a, a question I'm constantly asking myself. Like how do us as creatives, new creatives keep the focus on the art instead of, yo, it's not enough people listening to this. When I have the answer for you, yeah, cause some days I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't play that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't care. Some days I'll post something and I'll get like 48 likes and I'm like, yeah, but this wasn't this was I was supposed to post this. Like right. it doesn't even and it makes me feel good versus like the three hundred likes cause I had the dress had to slip up to my, my rib cage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is a different type of attention. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I know, I know. That's the attention is different. That's like that's that is premium cocaine. Okay, that's that <laughs> cocaina. Alright? That that that, that, that's that dopamine. Yeah, yeah, that's that dopamine right Ooh, there. Nah, like, but but you, I, I agree with you. Like, I do, I ask that question a lot to creatives because I do see, I do see creatives struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, I want to create some dope. I know I have something dope, but what if it doesn't get enough likes? And I want to impact more people. And right. how do I impact more people? How so- do I expand my audience? It's exhausting. Yeah. And I used to work in social media. I was a social media coordinator for um this brick and mortar mom and pop up in it doesn't matter mm-hmm. but my whole job was to create their social media footprint for four different locations with four different um different vehicles uniquely different like you couldn't even copy and paste tones over because it just didn't resonate mm-hmm. with the brand and their demographic and so having to learn how to change switch gears and change voices and change tones and what do I need to say for this brand versus this brand? This is a luxury brand over here. And this is like the eco-friendly mom and dad car. Uh-huh. You know, how do I resonate with them? What events will draw them in and make them want to follow us on the Like, and blog posts. Like, right. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a whole lot. And once you've done it, you don't want to do it for yourself. You don't. It's exhausting. Huh. It's exhausting. I can see that. 
I, well, not even see that. I know that because this is exhausting for me, so I completely understand. Yeah, you know, like if you work at it, you work at nine to five, and you're on the computer all day. When you come home, you're not trying to hop on a computer. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather scroll. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, that shit <laughs> is just a lot. Mindless scroll. Yeah, just I just want to I just want to look at some bullshit for for eight hours and not be bothered. That's, that's all. it. That's I want to veg out and watch Adventures of Gumball, which if you don't watch the show, it's amazing. <laughs> now Gumball is dope. Shout out to Gumball. <laughs> I gotta get back into it But Gumball is dope From what I've saw Bro I've watched all Six seasons twice uh, Judge me Judge me uh, I don't care Three That 3am three Yeah I'm, I'm sitting there like this I'm, I'm binging on Modern Family right now That's what I'm doing Modern Family's funny as shit Shout out to that I just got reintroduced To Key and Peele And when I reintroduced I mean like cause The human Introduced me to Like clips mm-hmm. On YouTube Hilarious But I've never gotten into it Now I'm just Yeah that's Frankie Frankie always showing me Key and Peele clips Her son Introduced me uh, He just turned it on mm-hmm. And I've been like Right here in the vein baby Yeah I gotta it's, give It's prime Gotta give Key and Peele Some more motherfucking They are hilarious yeah, they funny Shout out to Key and Peele man uh, But I'm um You know With, with your With your journey As a as a creative what's your journey as a I don't think what's the word I'm looking for as a as a um I'll just say I'll just say it like as a as a black woman in a creative space how is that what is the barriers you face outside of someone else because like you know the creative space for 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 you is is more i, I want to say open i don't know if that's the right word like have have you been able like is, is, is able you have the ability to flourish now in the creative space with what you do with your content you're a black woman who has who has very dope things to say and you're, you're precious res- I want pictures. I just want pictures doing treats. Listen, I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to be in my. I'm trying to be in my. I'm trying to be serious. I'm trying to be serious. I'm trying to be serious. Let me let me get through this. Um. Shit, you made me forget my goddamn question. Black women and as a black woman who there's now a flourishing opportunity. Right. Like, are you? Is it? Do you feel like it's easier for you? Do you feel like there's more challenges? Like. How do you feel operating in that space with all of these amplified qualifiers now? Like, because it's, because the focus is on, you know, creatives and, you know, fucking Hulu got all these commercials with black people in it. Like, do you feel like that's a negative? Do you feel like that's beneficial as someone in that space? Like, I never thought about it. And I think it's because while my content is definitely black centric um i make no bones about the pride i feel and the pain i feel simultaneously about being black um i think a lot of things i don't really think about it just because that'll stress me out too and that'll attract me too with the understanding that again as a black woman it is difficult but i feel like a lot of it, i don't know if it's gotten better or worse i think the optics have changed that's what i'll say because yes there are more opportunities yes we're being seen more we're on display a bit more um that's exactly what it is we're on display a bit more and on display is not i think we confuse 
um, representation would be on display. They're not the same. Representation does matter. Our stories matter. The diversity and the complexities of our stories, they matter. A lot of times we're being put on display. We're still, (laughs) for lack of a better term, entertainment. But now it's under the guise of representation. And it's a tricky web. And it's a complex web because you're not sure if they're being performative, if it's temporary or if it's a permanent change. Um, Time will tell. Uh But I think... And I want to make this clear. It's not. I'm not to try, attempting to be tone deaf. I'm. I'm really very aware. I'm very aware of um, the tra- the complexities of blackness and black and black womanhood and womanhood. Um, mm-hmm. I know that there are also some privileges for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not quite sure. Nor nor am I necessarily focusing on it. And that may be a blessing because I think that would create a whole new level of torment for me that I'm not looking forward to. But it is, it's, I think it's tricky. I think just for black people, period, it's tricky. Because whether womanhood or manhood, we have we have a lot riding up against us. Right. A lot. And it's still, the, the faces have changed, the stories have changed, receptivity has changed. But not really. <laughs> not really. It looks better. You think so? It looks better. And I think to a degree, there are some things that are better. We just have a long way to go. And I think I totally strayed away from your question, but... No, no, no. It, it kind of brought it brought me to another point, because it's like... That's another aspect I'm always interested in, like... Creativity and blackness. Like... How do those things coincide black people are creative no i know like, like, i know just, that but yeah. like just genetically like yeah just it's just in our nature it's just Look like you was like you were saying like with the representation with us being displayed more like that's the question i struggle with and that's why i asked you like you know you know as a black woman how do you feel because that is something i struggle with is, is whether or not this push for black creatives to be seen is genuine or not right and that's a concern of mine and that's why that's also why again i have a folder because it's a lot of black um businesses but there are some that are not owned by us but look like they're owned by us right and i'm like "Mm, the second you try to jock my john it's over for you yo i'm on it so it's it's interesting so you were saying like not for you Specifically, not focusing on that helps you navigate the space easier. I don't know if it's necessarily easier, but I get to live in a bit of a, not even a naive space. I think you're, I think your wording is right. I think um, it makes it easier for me because then that's not the focus. Like there are moments where I focus in and hone in specifically on my womanhood as a black woman, mm-hmm. like sexuality and understanding the complexities of that and what that looks like and I wish mm-hmm. some people would just shut the fuck up forever right. you know or shut assault. the fuck up is free just a quick reminder yo it's free Man, it's free. free and readily available all the time bro you could download it right now it's free right now iOS or no, Android no Wi-Fi no not a Wi-Fi it's like weird you can shut the fuck up in 48 languages I'm exactly. trying to tell you exactly and if you speak alien there it is yep E.T. phone home and he shut the fuck up after. Yes, he did. Yes, Jesus. Mm. 
Yeah, that's that. I, that's a question I struggle with. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, I want us to be. I want us to be able to tell our stories. I want us to be able to share our perspectives and things like that. But it's just like. I don't want us to be used at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's what always happens. Our stories get used. They get bought and they get used. I mean, you just saw a couple of weeks ago on Jimmy Fallon. The, yeah, with the TikTok shit. Yeah, and I, I give I will give him fair credit because I don't want to say due credit. I don't, I don't even want to say fair credit. I will give him a fair pass-ish. I don't know. Because he did end up bringing all of the black TikTokers that created all of those dances. He brought right. them on his show. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, that's cool that that yeah, was a, that. that was a better way to apologize than my bad you know what i mean i'm not saying that's what he said but like usually it's yo it was an oversight i'm sorry but nah I, I like that he um by using her essentially he he helped like you say amplify amplify the the ability for them to be seen so that was cool yeah and i, and I think more and more people are getting hip to that because it's like when these companies do something fucked up the, the internet would be like y'all fucked up Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing more companies be like, oh, shit, we did fuck up. Let me either recant or change this or or try to make this better because we did some goofy shit. And that's still tricky because sometimes you want to be like, is this sincere or are you just trying to keep my money? You know, <clears throat> it's tricky. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. yeah, it's, it's, it's super duper tricky. And this is like, I don't like even for me, like sometimes I do feel well, like, we'll come in here and me and Frankie will talk about some really heavy shit that's affecting our community. And it's just like, sometimes I feel like, yo, fam, I don't want to come in here and talk about this shit every week. Mm-mm. I just, but I feel like, like you were saying earlier, I feel like I have an obligation to now. Like, this mm-hmm. is so far, this is not even, this is so far past me now. Like, I don't have any choice to, but to come in here and say whatever. But... At the same time, I do think you have to sometimes extend yourself grace, which is I will do that in the form of maybe not posting for a month. And I'm not going to lie. That that makes it hard for me to come back because that freedom. But it's like I almost create like a <laughs> a spiritual contract. Like, yo, right, if you give me just this month, mm-hmm. I will be back with better. And it's like, all right, so nothing happens in this month. But if I can, it's like almost if I breach the contract, mm-hmm. oh, it starts to show up. Oh, it shows up. So I do think you have to extend yourself grace because you are not a robot. You're not machine. This is true. You have to exhibit grace. If you're going to do this and it's going to weigh on you, because it is heavy. You do speak about very heavy but relevant um, imperative information that is transpiring. But Mm -hmm. you still have to take care of yourself and your spirit in your home first. You can't can't be a vessel with a a crack in it. You know what I mean? So... Not a proper festival with a crack. I do want to ask you about that because your spirituality is of the utmost importance to you. Like me knowing you, I, I, I personally understand how important your spirituality is to you. I'm just making sure you're moving with all of the good vibrations. Like, how was your journey into into that, into where you are now as far as your spirituality? Like, because, and I'm asking this because we talked about this off off mic but you know i i see a rise in in people becoming more in tune with mm-hmm. their spirituality and i know you take it very seriously and you do your due diligence with all of it like how for those who might be considering making that move into a more spiritual path like where where did you start 
So I grew up Baptist first. Mm-hmm. Like my grandfather is a known. They joke. I think the Jersey Journal jokingly calls him the funeral singer mm-hmm. because he was like my grandfather was super well known around here because he did weddings, funerals, church. He we we would be in church for like twelve. 13 hours a, a week mm. you know like on a sunday any given sunday we're in church all day mm. uh, in the most dramatic stereotypical of senses like not even going home like changing our clothes like go home taking a nap getting back up putting your shoes on going back out to the church mm-hmm. um so i grew up baptist and then um we converted to ame which is african methodist episcopal which is essentially if baptist and catholic had a baby it would be ame <laughs> like okay minus I'm the praying of the saints I'm um and I was super, I also went to a Christian school. I went to Catholic school up until the seventh grade. Then I went to a Christian school. Mm-hmm. And I got really interested and invested in Christianity and what my path looked like. Because the information was just, the way it was presented to me was so unlike what I experienced in Catholic school. So I got mm-hmm. super invested. Read the whole Bible twice. Like, all of that. And then into high school, I was still kind of invested, but now I was kind of interested in experimenting and what that looked like for me as a teenager. You know, you know, you go through the growing pains. Right. And then I kind of strayed away from it for a while. And then I got a little flexibility. My mother wasn't making me go every Sunday at 530. Oh, my <laughs> God. When I just, it just a little persistence, man. A little making her late one Sunday. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm just going to leave you. <laughs> Bye. That was the goal. <laughs> Let me roll back over. Mm-hmm. Um that freedom and then coming back to it kind of devout for a, a very brief moment in time in college or I, I think college was the time it was like now nah, this this might not be it for me because i have a lot of conflicting perspectives on how christianity and this is no disrespect to christians and i never will disrespect christians i mm-hmm. want that to be very clear i very much value everyone's path and what that looks like for each and every one of us um <laughs> but but um this just wasn't for me i don't like i don't like feeling like life is supposed to be like this limit extra limited you know restrictive existence mm. with the only the sole purposes of being praise and worship i just don't believe that i don't mm. believe what god would put this kind of complexity into us and create us with the right to choose outside of you know you're choosing to worship you're choosing to praise but with the ability to make make decisions if that's all it was supposed to be, hmm. you know, I feel like that's a very shallow perspective on what human life in the fragility and the limited amount of time we're here is supposed to look like. And so it just, it didn't, it conflicted with my morals. And so I started looking elsewhere. I just, I just, it just didn't work for me. And so I was like, started researching other things. And was you looking for something to, allow you that level of freedom i needed both freedom and discipline Hmm. because it's yin and yang you need both right too much of one or the other creates chaos Hmm. you know everything should be in moderation right but i don't think and i have my own issues with the bible which we will not go into today that's cool um (laughs) i just think we have to think that this cannot be it and doubling down the fact that this was used to imprison people that look like me and you like this was a form this is this enabled colonization globally right nah 
and let's not forget i mean that's the why the crusades occurred like a lot of things have been done in the name of christianity and i'm like there's a pattern here there's a pattern that we're not really discussing that's fair and so i was like nah there's just too many combinations of things that kept telling me nah this ain't for you nah this is cute that you keep trying but this is not for you oh you're gonna try this again i bet about that time i told you this wasn't for you <laughs> all right cool so you got it down all right all right yeah i'm i'm like even like I've I've had these conversations about our relationship with Christianity, you know I've done you know a little bit of research that you know the the form of Christianity that was given to us here isn't what Christianity is supposed to be. Like Africans had Christianity before they mm-hmm. got colonized. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's always like. Africans had a lot of other things. Yeah, of, yeah, of course, of course. They had, like, deities and shit like that. It, um, Islam was in Africa before, all mm-hmm. of that type of shit. So it's like, I, I, I understand that. It's just, for me, it's, it's interesting to see this great migration towards spirituality. I think because the more we become enlightened and the more we're, like, developing a grasp of why we've always been so devout Christian. And I mean, the reality is part of, and we have to admit this, and I think it we're slowly getting it, Christianity, while it was used to oppress, it also gave us a space to free ourselves, which right. just goes back to yin and yang. Like, we, we took something that was used against us for our good. This Christianity was a survival tactic. Right. And it was a means of developing community, just like everything else. Before we had these renowned black organizations like the NAACP or whatever you want to call it, you know, Greek organizations, all of that, it was the church. Right. And that was how we communed. That's how we, that's how we built our community. That's one way that we built our community. And so again, like you said, our relationship with Christianity is very complex for so many multidimensional reasons, but I don't think it serves us anymore. I don't think the way that we've managed it mm-hmm. serves black people anymore it has notably done some harm like the oppression of woman sexual you know female sexuality comparable to male sexuality mm-hmm. and the repercussions you know she's fast or she's a hoe or she's this and this she's that that stems from christianity that's that those are christian ideologies you know be you know be cognizant of you know a man and a woman not a man and a man a woman and woman that has hindered us from being receptive and open to people who don't identify as heterosexual in our community mm-hmm. it, it hinders right it does it does it does its fair share of good but it does it has definitely done its fair share of harm do you think with this do you okay so in that sense do you think this migration towards spirituality will be more helpful to our community so long as we don't all of a sudden create new doctrines under the guise of religion because that's really what we're talking about. We're not really talking about Christianity in the faith sense. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Christianity in the religious sense. Right. It's the politics of the faith. So long as we avoid the politics, and I see it, I see it. Um, if you believe, like, if you believe in, like, I don't know, give me an example of, like, okay, like, let's say you worship Orishas, whatever, whatever version of that you adhere to, mm-hmm. right? Um, or you subscribe to, 
you'll see you know you all y'all want to be daughters of Oshun y'all are not Oshun daughters you don't even have and I, you don't know who the head of your house is and I'm like yo but the point is we all had to get here at some point right you know what I mean you don't know you don't know until you know so it's like we can't do that we can't policy you can you can't dictate and create these like I said these these politics or these judgmental positions on how other people arrive where they arrive or who they they have to figure it out for themselves just like you had to figure it out for yourself Mm -hmm. and if we could just maybe recognize that we're doing that so we can avoid it so we can stop trying to put regulations in place that really need not be Mm -hmm. I think it'll be okay and you don't really see that with spirituality as it pertains to like um, shadow work or, um, and you can confirm, you can agree, right? You don't really see that when it's like, when you're working like with crystals or any of that. You don't really see it as much. I think because people are really focusing in on what that looks like for them. You don't really have the same kind of time to figure out what that looks like for someone else. So it's just, the spiritual work always feel like it's more individual instead of a religion where it's more communal um yes and no i'm gonna say yes it feels individual because you're you have to focus on yourself but ultimately we're all connected Mm -hmm. and so by me trying to be the best version of myself and put forth my best version of myself out here because that's really what at least for me that's what it looks like for me Mm -hmm what does being the best version of myself look like and it's always in reference to other people you know what I mean like how can I be a better friend how can I be a better neighbor how can I be a better daughter how can I be a better lover how can I how can I be a better partner how can I be better how can I be so good for myself which I promise you my shadow work does when I'm t- we having those mm, mm. cause then I start to question like st- silly things like well why are you so petty Mm-hmm. Why are you so petty? You're petty because you're insecure. Mm-hmm. Why are you insecure? You're insecure. Mm. You start asking yourself those questions. You have to you... ask yourself those questions. Right. That is the work. That's the work. You keep asking enough questions, you're gonna run. In, you're gonna run right into what's your problem. I think that's that's scary for a lot of people, though. It should ter- be scary. That shit, that shit should. Yo, it should be like looking for me. I'm afraid of Chucky and a leprechaun. It's it's like. I am just yeah, scary. I don't, I don't fuck with clowns, so I, I get it. Yo, the leprechaun when he was underneath the car and he started, yeah. whoo, yeah, fuck whoo. it, yeah, fuck it. I do not. Yo, fuck I with would it. die. I would die. I don't fuck with. It. I don't. Fuck I would clowns. fucking die. Let something start crawl, creepy crawling on my ankle. <laughs> yo, all <laughs> night long. Yo, you, yo, <laughs> Frank, you get it. Yo, yeah, let me feel just... somebody from underneath and in, in the dark. Yeah, fuck at it. night. Yeah, why are you under there? Partner, why? How you even get under there? Yeah, that's a whole fight. You creepy crawly on my ankles? Now my ankle pregnant with a leprechaun. How I look? <laughs> How I look? Now I'm getting, I got a green ass ankle. I got fucking <laughs> gang green in my ankle because you groping on me. I hate it here. I hate nah. Uh-uh. Nah, but you. But I. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. You know about the shadow work and with you know people taking those individual journeys and. No, I, I just want to commend you for being transparent with that. And with that, I saw something on your website and it just made me it made me want to ask you, you, you on your website. You said um, 
can't remember the whole sentence because my memory is horrible. But <laughs> I'm too so. Right, the last part was truth through transparency. Mm-hmm. And it made me think like in, in our current society where everything is fabricated to a degree. Everything is filters and bullshit and, and, and um, photo altering and shit like that. Like how do you maintain that truth through that transparency sir i love a good filter yo give me a glitter face give me some <laughs> glitter in my hair what I'm don't saying, give me a polaroid what polaroid flip my picture upside down but with you know what i you know what i mean though you know what i mean though like because it's, it's for me and correct me if i'm wrong like i feel like that is a that's another line that is it's another thin line to walk that's a tightrope to walk for mm-hmm. me because you're trying to you especially what you do with with the web series is like you give so much of yourself to strangers and it's like like how do you know when to pull back because because that's your mm-hmm. that's that's how you that's how you work you work through the transparency of your truth but how do you know when to pull back because the society we're in once you give them that little that vulnerability they they want more um when it exhausts me so right now i have an episode that i want to do that i have not been doing that i i keep running from and i'm going to probably keep running from because it is terrifying to do um if it's if it makes me tired like, I mean, and genuinely, like, drained by the thought or drained doing it, I won't do it. Huh. And that's that's not just with, with two things. That's with everything. I get to a point where I'm so tired of trying to fight whatever feeling I'm getting or even what experience I'm, I'm going through mm-hmm. that I kind of, like, I let it just let it be. If I get to that point... That's when I know I need to pull back and take a time out. What's happening with this particular episode, I'm not exhausted, Mm -hmm. but it scares me. And I mean, it's it's like one of my worst demons. You want to talk about what that episode is? It's about an assault. Uh Um, I won't go into it yet, but um, it is is keeping me up at night because I know I need to do it. I know I need to do it, and things keep showing up to tell me that I need to do it. But am I? I really like to use two things to allow my, like I said, let, allow my truth. First of all, I'm not afraid of my truth, and nobody's ever, ever gonna fucking use my truth against me. Right. Before that happens, I'll put it out there myself. Right. Um. But again, that transparent. There is, at least for me, a certain level of liberation in that kind of transparency because there's no, you can't hide from it. Right. It's just out there now. Um, with something like that, um, I can't come back from it. You know what I mean? And that's what I think scares me the most. Because first of all, I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me. I'm not a, I'm not a victim. You know, I'm not, that, that's not how I consider myself. That's never how, how I'm going to be, how I'm ever going to consider myself. Um, but it scares me because that's a line. If once I cross that line, there is no coming back. I will say that I think, first and foremost, I think you should do that episode, even though it does scare you as much as it does, because 
you've already positioned yourself as someone who others look at to reaffirm their own thoughts mm-hmm. to where you know if especially with a with a with a topic like that there are women who have been through similar things and don't know how to express it which is again why I feel like I have to do it right so it's like I think you doing that would be uh, not even benefit essential to someone who may have gone through something similar but can't really verbalize how they feel mm-hmm. and I agree with you but I think that's going to require a level of me that I I expo- I, I expose a lot of myself mm-hmm that's a level of exposure that I don't think I've evolved to quite yet. I'm getting there because I have no choice. You know what I mean? I, I, I have to do it, but that's going to require a different me. And it's going to require a different forfeit. But you know what? I think if you, you saying that is making me think of DMX, and I'll explain why. Because that level of vulnerability that you're that you are approaching dmx embodied that and if we learned anything from his legacy from his passing we can see how much power it is in that in that level of vulnerability like you're at a space now where people are already connecting with you just based off the content you already have out and that piece of yourself is a deeper level of vulnerability but I, I will bet my whole check that someone, not even someone, multiple people will immediately connect with that level of vulnerability because of the landscape. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many people out here who are just doing things for a quick buzz mm-hmm. or to get a lot of fucking likes, likes and, and shit like that. I agree. I'm not denying any of that. And I, his, you know, discussing it yesterday that's what it felt like it felt like another you got to do it but mm. i'm sure he even had his reservations he had moments of reservation yeah, i'm of, sure of, of it of course and i think course. i have to, i have to just it's almost like i'm i'm kind of forcing myself into a corner like i want to be so close to the corner feeling like i just can't get out of anywhere can't do anything that i have no choice right and it's, it's almost like um <laughs> like me today like procrastinating until you can't procrastinate anymore because it's at the door like whatever you're supposed to be doing a deadline whatever is at the door Mm -hmm. i have that kind of procrastination tendencies like i need pressure i need applied pressure Mm -hmm. in a meaning significant amount for me to be like i i'm just gonna do it whatever i don't like it but i'm gonna do it right and I'm not there yet. I feel it. Mm-hmm. It's making. I'm feeling claustrophobic about it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm being closed in, mm-hmm. which is a good sign. But I'm not there yet. I still have a little wiggle room. I can still exhale, you know. Until I can't, then here just, we are. Just forcing yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, r- I mean, extreme. No, that's real. Extreme. That's real. I just, I just, I'm, and don't, I wasn't rushing I you, you at all. It's just, you know. How you gonna rush me? <laughs> <laughs> I just know that, I just completely understand how essential that would be. You know what I'm saying? Because there's not a lot of media outlets or people or creatives who are that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Not that I see, I'm not saying that they're not out there, but 
I think we're at a point now where we do need that that genuineness from people, from creatives, period. Yo, but genuine is expensive. <sighs> it's expensive. And it's going to cost you. I mean, it's going to be worth it. It's always going to be worth it. But it's going to cost you. Is it not worth the price of admission, though? Mm. Is it? You, I'll let you I'll let you know. Because some days I'm like, mm, I could have been a whole millionaire if I had just followed my heart oh, and been no, a stripper. Uh, yeah, I should have uh, just been a stripper <laughs> and an Instagram nah, hoe. You know how many times I've, I've thought about selling dope? Like, this shit is like... I'm trying to tell you. Like, Listen... I could get up on there and be like, y'all like my fashion over outfit? Yeah, like it's so, it's so <laughs> I could do easy. it. It's so easy to do the bullshit. Yo, because so the bullshit easy. is, because it's cheap. Oh, yeah. It's way cheap. It's so cheap. I could do it. I promise y'all could do it. Like, I promise you. Right, but I think per our earlier conversation, like, the higher calling is always there, though. Yo. Like, we're not put here to push GMO type shit. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like... My strawberries with the DNA spliced with the codfish. You like your preservatives. And Come all on, what? Yeah. Come on. Throw them little bad boys and some all vinegar right, and water with Gucci. But still, like you, like you said, moderation is key. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, we here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like, I understand the struggle of, yo, fam, I'm about to just do some hot topic shit to get these lick, get these clicks. And just talk about some goofy shit because everyone is talking about it. But then you won't. But then it whatever your purpose again won't let you. The divine. I believe it's my ancestors. They're ruthless. Mm-hmm. They are ruthless. I and they don't. They don't hurt me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. I don't. I don't believe that. I know there are people who do. Mm-hmm. That's good for them. But I don't think my, my ancestors don't don't be out here hurting me. Um, <laughs> they, just, they don't be out here like. Just trying to do like catch me in a bomb, like throw me in a fire somewhere. Like they just right. like you know they just push me back in line, like papa, you know, back in line. So is that the internal struggle of a creative, like from choosing between the path, the, your divine path, and whatever will make get get you to get the quickest lick? I don't even know if it's just creatives. I think that's most people. I, I think people so. in general, if there was an easy way out. They would take the easy way out. I mean, and I mean the easy way, independent of moral standards, values, any of that. If, if I know I do ABC, mm-hmm. I could get the life I want mm-hmm. quicker and faster. I would do ABC, but then all of those ex- those external catalysts or those con- those external concerns start to play, and then you're like, mm, no, let me go the righteous way, the way of integrity, the the moral, the morally righteous way, the socially acceptable way, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, whatever whatever is the driving force for them not to do A, B, and C. I think just generally speaking, what you're talking about is like. <laughs> Uh, purposeful mm-hmm. versus it's a c word that i want to use is not capitalist almost like consumerism yeah feed the mind not the body mm. all the pleasures of life as opposed to yeah fulfilling you know intellect what about intellect mm. yeah, i get what you mean but i promise you if somebody came to me like yo 
Here's a bag. Yo, there's $14.6 <laughs> billion dollars sitting in a bank account. Here's a bag. And all we got to do, do is transfer it to you. <laughs> do this. And you got to be Tatiana in Atlanta for a weekend with no mask on. <laughs> but we see how that works out. Wear your though. mask. I was joking. Wear yeah, your mask. Yeah, don't play. Mask. Don't, don't, don't. I got two of my... Don't play. That's not cute. But... And we... hide your nose dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm passionate about that. Put your nose dick away. Y'all don't even have cute noses. They just be out there all no, bare. No, nose dick is for all of those people who wear masks and don't cover their nose. Two seconds from Googling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's a big thing. Motherfuckers don't know how to wear their masks properly and think Yo. they fight Corona. So they'll have the mask on, but it'll be right under their nose. I definitely do that for a little while. Nah, it has to be the, the listen. Remind of all of one. You just be out, out here there. exposing your nose dick. Listen, you're gonna get nose The TV. mask goes over. Yeah, that's how it goes. Again, I repeat, the mask goes over your nose. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. You looked at his nose dick. Yeah, look. Frank. Frank. He got his nose dick out. Look at him. Just being a, just a little nose hoe. Yeah. Showing your nose dick to everybody. Look just all willy-nilly. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So please wear your mask. That's in the Bible, bro. Yeah, just... The 11th... Of, it did. The 11th commandment said, Thou shalt cover so thy nose dick. You can't making up commandments. Why can't we? They got rid of books of the Bible. Anything goes. All right. I'm not going to do this with you right Thou now. Thou shalt cover thy nose dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just out here, and then you go to scratch it. I bet you little itchy ass, <laughs> little fast ass nose. <laughs> yeah, right. Your nose has been out here tricking. And, and, but you know what's funny? Like you come back and you got dollar bills up the nose. Yeah, you know what's funny? I've realized like we we've the pandemic. I don't know how we got here, but we here now. So fuck it. The pandemic has taught me how much nasty shit we did pre-pandemic yo you don't even know fam just shaking everybody's hand touching match doorknobs and shit I know I hope this young lady I'm so sorry I'm putting your business out there but you stressed me out this young lady is going on a first date to a bowling alley I was like a first date to a a bowling alley You gonna put a glove on? Nah, that's nah. First now your fingers gonna have a Gucci. Listen, man. COVID rules. All first dates need to be in a goddamn Zoom. That's first dates. That's all. That's what we gotta do, man. That's not pandemic rules. How you know that they ain't got Corona on their finger when they put the finger on that's... the thing? Then you put your finger up. And well, that's what I'm saying. That's why you all first. Your fucking dick nose or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why all Jippy first dates need to be on a goddamn um, Zoom call. Until you, they can show you they, they vaccination records or whatever the case need, may be. Like, Y'all better go get tested the same day. Yeah, man. That shit is... That shit is <laughs> you need the STD test and the goddamn COVID test at Yo, this point. I go to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a nightmare in and of itself. I don't know how you do that. Jesus. Yo, I have my own spray bottle. Like, I actually bought spray off Amazon. But the location I go to, they also have their own sprays. Let me tell you the, the process... So you open the door, it's got to put hand sanitizer on, off the rip. Mm-hmm. You do your little check-in, do your temperature scan. The bottles are sitting on the table. Now you got to grab a bottle, but everybody's touched the bottle. So what do you have to do first? Go get paper towels. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go to the back of the damn gym <laughs> to get paper towels to come back <laughs> to, t- to, 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 to spray. To like, 
press the button to spray the paper towel to clean the bottle Yo, before you can even get started. It's wild how aware the pandemic has made everyone. Yo, you never knew how many surfaces you touched. Ma- you touched mad shit throughout the day. I got a day. question. Does it have carpet or is it uh, wood or something else? This, this location is wood. However, the other location... <laughs> is carpet and I'm like carpets already stink pre-pandemic it got mad sweat in it yeah, y'all exactly. y'all did I mean like during when during the shutdown the first thing you should have done is taking the carpet up out take that shit out yeah cause you had time cause you weren't doing anything there's no way you know there's no way you could completely disinfect a carpet that everyone walks on every day right. in pouring sweat right. right exactly pouring sweat onto the floor walking barefoot you just Yo, being barefoot in the gym is wild as fuck. Why are you, you barefoot in the gym, you fucking weirdo? <laughs> like, what? What the fuck are you doing? There's mad people in the gym and you and this bitch barefoot? <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? Yo, before the pandemic, it was... Never mind, I can't say nothing. Nah, I, and this is I what... I actually this, can't say and nothing. And this is what I'm saying, like... Actually the can't. pandemic has <laughs> has has revealed to me how much nasty shit we was really out here doing. Yo, you come in the house and like start touching mad stuff. You don't even wash your hands. Fam, I be blacking on people like yo, like when I have people over my house, like yo, go wash your hands, bro. Yo, you what? Go wash your hands, bro. My little my 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 youngest, she go outside. Come, go wash your hands. I don't want to hear nothing. Go wash your hands. <laughs> Don't hug me. Hey, daddy, how was your day? I don't care about none of that. Go wash your hands. <laughs> like I that, love you. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, I don't care about that love shit. Go <laughs> wash your hands right now. Do a line of hand sanitizer. Right? Wash your hands for 30 seconds, and then we, then you can tell me how your day was. But it, it that's, and it's, it's just funny. Like me, I was telling Frank last episode that I've noticed, like, I went, I went out last Saturday, I believe. Oh, you went food. out? No, food shopping. I ain't go out, out. Uh, Don't do that. That's a, that's going out for you. Yeah, you that's going. Out. Food shopping is going out for me now. That's yeah. my. You dress that's up. A, you dress up to go to the store. Well, you know, fly okay. sweats, hoodie, shit okay. like that. You know, yeah, regular, you regular type shit. You, you, you good? Chain. You got a little chain or a ring. You know no, it. I don't. I don't. I don't do all of that. You know the vibes. I don't do the chain. Get up, boots. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you don't got to flex anyway. No, no, no. Got a quote to take Yeah, I've been telling people uh, all week, man, I work as hard as I do so I can wear sweats for the rest of my life. Yo, that's the to, goal. I'm not trying to wear jeans ever again. That's my goal. Yo, let me tell you something. I don't know how we're going to go back. How are we going to go back? How? How? How are we going to go back to going into somebody's office? How are we going to go back to getting up at 6 o'clock yeah, I don't, to be I don't, somewhere I don't, at 9? I don't, I don't see how we transition back to rush hour and shit like that niggas packed on the subway like that shit is out who was standing in a crowded subway with 60 some odd niggas I mean well that's you know but the bodega at least the rotation is fast the subway you on that Yo, shout out to my bodega my bodega around my way don't play that shit if it's too many people out there poppy's at the front door like hold on hold on hold on they're hold on, supposed hold on. to they are online. It'll just be for you and the motherfucker right on your ass, like he on top of you. I mean, some bodegas be wilding with the they they be wilding with the with the freedoms, but my bodegas. But shout out to my bodega, shout out to my Dominicans. Like they don't be playing that shit around my way. Like if yeah. it's more than three people, they like nah, poppy, you gotta wait outside for. Oh yeah, bit. they'll do that, but they gonna share the hookah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
sexy hey. on one hookah. Yes, please stop. First of all, let's so backtrack. Bad. Let's talk about. We're gonna talk about it. Gonna can, talk we about it can we get? Can we get toxic topic? Topic, please. Mm-hmm. I can't even get it out. You know why? Because I'm probably not supposed to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not. I'm. I'm sure there's somebody. Let's do it. Probably somebody I know who gonna be like, yo, what's the problem with five on one? Y'all are hoes. That's a game bang on the hookah. Basically, fam. Well, your mouth, do your mouth. Fam, I want us. I want to free us from the shackles of hookah. I love hookah. Mm-hmm. I have one. You gotta let that shit go. Man. I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not more. I do. <laughs> Again, pandemic rules. Look how. Listen, even if you got your own little filter tip covering type shit. Think about you breathing into the, and then you and the, then coughing and then coughing and then put taking it off even though the cough particles are still on the hookah and you giving it to another motherfucker to put their own germs on it. Y'all still sharing. Yo, germs, they went bro. in the car with me. I already got their germs. Fam. Matter of fact, if you got iron lungs, you still gonna cough a little. Yo, free us from the shackles of hookah. Hookah man. is delightful. I had hookah with the pineapple on it recently. Nah, I'm cool, bro. I'm, I'm good. I'm good on the shackles of hookah, bro. Me, my tingles touch. Uh-uh. My tingles. My toes. <laughs> what is the tingles. tingles touch? <laughs> the tingles touch. All right. Ah, uh, that's what it did. Nah, I want us. I want the. I want us. I want us. I want us. My dick nose made my tingles touch. Your dick nose made your tingles touch. Is a wild sentence. <laughs> that's a wild. That's sentence. like a like an X-rated Doctor Seuss like who yeah, person. Like that's gonna be a. That's gonna be a. Yeah, something like that. It's gonna be wild as fuck. I'm gonna see that somewhere. Watch. Yeah, I just want my 15 off the top. Nah, word. Nah, but yeah, I just... There's just certain shit we can't do no more, man. But, you know... But you shouldn't have been doing... That was the point, right? No, you shouldn't have been doing it, but for me, the pandemic has made me realize how much... Again, how much nasty shit we was doing. Yeah, like, real quick. PSA, public service announcement. Doom, 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 doom. Five people should not be on one hookah. Five people shouldn't be sharing one bottle. Get a booze. <laughs> There's no reason for five of y'all to be all drinking out of one bottle. There's cups, beloved. It's, it's, Broke it's, niggas. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. A question was asked: Who is who is drinking out of the bottle together? Is that is out here? It's out here. The Catholic Church the is Cap- what I was saying. Listen, what man, I, I don't want no problems with the Pope, but yeah, y'all doing some, y'all doing a, a plethora of nasty shit. But are they still passing the Eucharist cup in the pandemic? I know y'all lying. I, know. I know y'all lying. I don't. I hope I need, not. I need to see it. I hope not. Don't be giving. Don't. I don't want the cracker in my hand. <laughs> don't. Don't grab the cracker out of the little thing and then place it in my in hand. My hand. With, He's blessed. Oh, no, no he's not. Them are real good. They put it right on your tongue. Fam, yo, shout out, yo, listen, man. Right under the dick Open up. Yeah, that shit is out now. COVID rules. Don't do that. Don't place, pause. Don't place nothing on my tongue, bro. <laughs> like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Don't, mm-mm. COVID is out here wilding. Don't put no goddamn cracker on my mouth. How you sound? I don't need blessings that bad. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah, we could try this again next year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm cool. like, hold my communion for the next twelve. Yeah, months. just hold my blessings for me, bro. Twelve I'll to be, twenty-four months, I got I'll, it, yo. I'll be, I'll be back when you. You know what? Make that, make those blessings appreciate, yo. And put some, yeah. put like fifteen percent interest yeah, on those put blessings. Put that shit in like a, a ROI or some shit. Nah, for real. Yeah, put some, put some goddamn respect on my blessings. Yo, man. make my, yo, make my asses liquid, yo. I need, <laughs> I need cash, assets. Shit is real bad. Mm. That's my mic cutting out. What the fuck I do? Stepping on it. Oh my bad.
So mm. we got into a whole little tangent, but whatever. Um, your newsletter. Yes, uh, the Black Mood Board. It's honestly my favorite thing to do. Give me the inspiration behind the name, the the creation of it. Give me the deets. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you the details. Right, let me get the deets. So, um, I started Black Mood Board when I was working for my last employer. Mm-hmm. Good riddance to them and their <laughs> stock. I hope they end up in the red. Fuck um, y'all. And the fucking click you click. Um, I started doing black mood board at my former employer as a, a method of just dealing with microaggressions, like real life, racial, just poor behavior in the workplace. And I found that myself and my black coworkers, we needed to see ourselves in our, not only in our element, but in our excellence. Mm. And so I would do mood boards. It started as just like once a week and it was only supposed to be like at random. Mm-hmm. And then it started becoming an everyday thing and it was taking up too much time in my work day. And I would just put together like 10 to 15 beautiful black people in, in, in the hood or on vacation or artwork or whatever mm-hmm. into these emails. And I would just send it to my, my black coworkers. And they got bigger and bigger and they started forwarding to other their other coworkers, uh, other friends in the company as well. Or also black just because it made us feel good. Because you just needed something. You needed some kind of escape from what you knew was happening every single day. Right. Um, And it got to be actually too much. I stopped doing it. And one of my coworkers, shout out to her, um, she would pester me about it. She was like, so when are you going to do another black mood board? And I mean, I had stopped for like years. Mm -hmm. And she's like, so you're just never going to do another one? Like, so you just never want to do so, so periodically yeah, it was invested yeah so periodically I would like sprinkle one here or one there or whatever mm-hmm. and she actually left me a post that I was on vacation when I came back she left me a post with a whole list like categorized list mm-hmm. of things she wanted to the black boy so like a black Christmas a black Halloween like all these different things black boys black children black girls black men black like categorized on this little post-it that's dope <laughs> she kind of did yeah she was really invested and so i brought it back during the pandemic just because in the midst of everything that was going on we needed that right you know between specifically between may and june i just felt like we needed images of ourselves outside of what was happening so it started i picked it back up on my stories that's where everything seems to blossom from mm-hmm. then i started posting it and i was like you know what i could do this I could really do this regularly. Wow. I have the time and the opportunity to do it now. And so it became a newsletter. And I've had, I think, 40 new people um, subscribe to the website because they want to receive the Black Mood Board. That's dope. And it's twice a month, so long as it doesn't exhaust me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love it because my background is writing. And so this is another way for me to get get my writing off and enjoy myself and be myself without having to like worry about editing what my face looks like and you know, having one topic I could I can take one topic and make it bigger I was going to ask you why is that your favorite <laughs> thing but I think you kind of answered that already because I have vernacular that is quite spectacular come yeah, on yeah Alyssa has a very um I always tease her say she uses SAT words but she uses multi-syllabic words yeah she be using words like I, I have to google mid conversation <laughs> cause she be like yeah cause you know Jake cause da 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 I'm like my nigga what hold on 
Like, so let me copy this and put this into Google because I don't know what the fuck she just said to me. Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. So, but nah, that's 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 good. That was a nerd moment, my lord. Yeah, spodioli dope delicious. That's my. I like that. It might have to use that. No, that's Outcast. Oh. See, I'm gonna send it to you. Oh, you know I'm a youth. No, um. But that's dope, though. So you said you put it out twice a month? Yeah, bi-weekly. I actually have to do one this weekend for this coming Tuesday. So this is a shameless plug. If you are not um, subscribed to my website Mm. or you do not follow me on Instagram, that sounds like a you problem that you can remedy. Mm. Yes, you can. Talk your shit. Please feel free to subscribe to ListenTWOThings.com. That's ListenTwoThings.com, where you can subscribe to the website in the Black Mood Board, and you'll be in the know before everybody else is. And follow me, as Jay already told you, mm-hmm. on Instagram at what ListenTWOThings.com. Just like the website. Don't get it twisted. It's all the same. There you go. Yeah, you see yeah, that? You see yeah, that? Yeah, hey! Yeah, like that. Yeah, shake your fly. tits if you're a real one. <laughs> <laughs> shake your tits, stick nose. I don't know what's going on tonight. Man, listen. What was the what was the last mood board? What, what was on there? Ooh, bro. Yeah. Please hold. Yeah, get your phone. Do, do, do. You know what I'm saying because you know I'm a subscriber, but you know I would like to. And and, to and it's funny because I've started it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm just gonna see it, but it's fire. No, not the one you're working on now. The, the, the last, last one, one you put out. Yeah. I know. Um, the last theme was. My phone's not gonna let me see it back here. It's uh, not. I actually have it. It's all good if you can't pull it up. It's oh no, I, I have it saved in a fold. I told you I'm the fold of mommy. We got all types of shit saved. All right. I don't <laughs> Thank you. So I think it was Black Family. Yeah, the last one was Black Family. Um, they're all themed, so it's. I've had one about black fashion. Mm. Have one about black, just about black women and girls. I've had one just about black um, boys and men. I've had one about black trauma um, and dealing with that. And each mood board is sectioned off to include an editor's note directly from me introducing it. Um, there's always a piece of artwork that correlates mm. introducing those who subscribe to really cool black artists across several different mediums um and i always introduce as well a black business and a black fact that i think is not as commonly known and also you can always catch whatever the latest episode or episodes where sometimes i'm feeling frisky and do do multiples Mm -hmm. pause that sounded terrible and i had to pause myself (laughs) (laughs) wait and i never say pause and i never say it works it works whoa no, nah, but that's dope though. I'm I'm glad um I salute you doing that cuz um a lot of times our traumas is often promoted and not our joy. Mhm. And I think it's 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 good where we have outlets or we ha- we have people who focus on our joy instead of profiting off of our pain. Mhm. And I think that is important for people to see cuz you know we're all we're we're constantly bombarded behind the with the bullshit mm-hmm. with the the whether it's police killing us whether it's someone being racist work microaggressions the karens the, the karens all that other bullshit that we have to deal with on a daily basis like i'm i'm rolling like we we it's it's 
damn near mandatory sometimes that we have something where it's just I can just be happy being who I am mm-hmm. and not have to worry about all that other extra goofy shit. And and I hate to say this because it's super cliche, but it's very much all of these things are acts of rebellion on our terms, which we've never I don't think we've ever had the increased frequency of being able to do so before like we do now. Mm. Everything because everything does not have to be an act of rebellion, but just existing in an organic space that you created your authenticity the integrity of your expression and who you are organically these are forms of active act these are acts of rebellion that don't require anything more than us being ourselves we've right. never had the ability to do that right and so for me this is just another example of by living very much in my truth and just who I am and what I enjoy and what makes me and the people around me happy, mm-hmm. that in and of itself is an act of rebellion because we're told we're not supposed to be happy. Right. We're told we're mules and we stink and we're, we're lazy and we're this and we're that and we're so not. We're the antithesis of a lot of the stereotypes associated with who we are as black people. Right. That when we exhibit any of these things just because we want to, that is our rebellion. That is, and that's our liberation. It's our freedom. It's all of those things. Yeah, that it's always a problem when we happy. I don't give a, and guess what? I don't give a fuck. I'm rolling. What you gonna do about it? Yeah. Cause you can't fight me. My arm's <laughs> short, but I can fight. I've never been afraid of a bruise. Nah, that's real low. That's real low. We we need that, you know. The the focus on black joy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm um, I can't. You know you know Shorty name from um fuck she made the comment the the actress the young girl you know who i'm talking about with the glasses i can't think of her name you know i'm bad with names what is she playing she, i think she was in grownish or blackish one of them shits yeah not y'all with shahidi what's no it's something with an m well she basically was saying like she's not doing any more black uh, trauma my martin yeah well she yeah. basically she was essentially saying she's not doing any more projects surrounded by black trauma as she shouldn't if that's not what she first of all that's not our only existence and i thought that was so fire because it's like i've i can't remember anyone saying that publicly like yo fam i'm not doing this type of shit and she's young she's a teenager yeah she like what 16 16 i thought she was at least 18 no i think she's 16 but yeah but for for her to say that i was just like fam i am Right, and I was like, and for her to say that and be so aware that young, I was just like, fam, whatever she doing, I'm going to support it. Every time. I'm I'm sick of that shit. Yo, and honestly, yo, it is... It's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's exhausting, bro. Like, we just, we like sci-fi, we like comedy, we We like... like fantasy, I like unicorn. My mother thinks, my mother identifies with a unicorn. Yeah, I like dragons and shit and superheroes and all that type of shit. Yo, we deserve whatever we want. We deserve any any universe that we want to create. We deserve it. That's yeah, ours. Like all of our movies don't have to be us fighting fucking slavery or racism or, some or fighting shit. each other. Or fighting each other. Or black like men this. and black women with how we don't like each other. Yeah, I'm I'm sick of all of that. Yo, shit, can we get bro. some like six more some more like Notebook movies? Oh, I would love a black Notebook. No, I don't we want a black the, Notebook. We had the, the photograph, right? Or photographer, one of them shit. Yeah, with um with um, Issa and and, and Lakeith. Man. Yeah. Oof. Nah. I like Lakeith, but bro, you—that was some wild shit you did. But that's neither here nor there. The yeah, point it was. is, he's—he's been flagrant, but we—yeah, but we're the, allowed to be flagrant too, though. I mean, of course, balance. Life is about balance. But yeah, like to to 
bring it back like uh that's why i like what you're doing with the black mood board because it just allows us to just i support anything that just allows us to just be that's it that's all it is like just just we like yo i did one about door knockers like yeah like just regular degular shit that we just enjoy as a community like it don't always have to be focused on the fuckery no and i mean granted i will i have done like i said did one about black trauma and i did one about black sexuality but that's not the focal point it's just a part right you know it's a, it's a part of the bigger picture it's a chapter in the story right it's, it's not the entire story no because i'm over it like some days i don't want to talk about i and i mentioned this actually in my last episode i sometimes i don't want to talk about the heavy shit i don't want to talk about why my black ass life matters why right. our black ass life i'm so tired i'm tired and we have the right to be tired too absolutely jesus like, like we have we have the the bandwidth to be like fam i'm not talking about this shit today no and i don't want to educate you google is still free yeah, like i don't want to i don't want to explain to you why this happened and why this is bad or why what you said was some goofy shit or why your microaggressions make me want to snuff you like i don't tired bro no for real like some days i'm like yo my arms may be too short to box with god but not with you <laughs> not with you nah that's that's real though that's real though um before we get out of here uh what is what is your goal with two things is there a, a end game with this is there a um a bigger picture that you're trying to achieve like what is the goal with two things I don't think the picture's been painted enough for me to know what the goal is. I have short-term goals, like what I want to accomplish in this year. Okay. I have things I want to accomplish in the next five years, but I just want two things to be what it's going to be. I don't want to, I don't even want to put that kind of pressure. Just let it be. Yeah, because Mm. two things very much is like a, kind of has its own living, breathing personality that is slowly but surely just becoming, again, an extension of who I am. Mm-hmm. And these, I'm just, you know, my, my branches. Mm-hmm. Two things in the mood board are my branches. It has its own vibration. It has its own frequency. And I just want whatever it's going to be, it's like growing up. So what uh, whatever it wants to grow up to be, I will <laughs> be following That's behind it. it. Yeah. That's all it will be. That's all it is. We're... we're last thing what are you listening to right now Mm-mm. hold on because i don't know this young man's name but he's my best friend in okay. my head um yo why won't this let me be great yes who i smoke <clears throat> by youngin ace oh, yeah i've heard that that's yeah shout out to all my ratchet florida niggas shout out to all of y'all yo that shit is fire our future is in such good hands with Gen Z. I love these kids. Oh yeah, because they just don't give a fuck about nothing. But they are—they don't give a fuck. But they—but they're so creative and they're, they're having so much fun mixing and mel- melding mm-hmm. what's cool to them versus what was cool to us versus what was cool to. They're yeah. like—they're like cocktailing. Yeah. In a really nice way. I appreciate them redefining everything. Yeah, they're cool. Shout out to them. Yeah, and then I have. I mean, I'm a I'm an R&B head, so I have a whole trouble playing a trouble making music playlist. Mm. That is, if you're trying to get into some adult trouble, some adult extracurricular activities. There you go. Hit that shuffle. There you go. It's like 400 songs on it. You can't even go wrong. There's no skip. <laughs> My taste is impeccable. Just disrespectfully. Word word. So yeah. 
That's good, man. But Alyssa, thank you, sis. You're welcome. But, um, um, I'm glad. This is, a, we, this is a joy. I haven't been here in so long. Yeah, this was like your official um interview. This was this was long overdue, but like I told you, it it felt right right now. Yeah, I didn't have a choice. Yeah, which yeah. I don't see. <laughs> Somebody is very bossy. I'm not gonna name any names. Here we go. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Mr. In Four the main, KJ, in, he bossy. In the meantime, in between. T- wait. Hold on. Before I even do that, give you all your socials for the people so they can follow you on everything. My cash app is. <laughs> of she stopped. That's listen. That's respectful. Um, Start with the cash app. No, nah, don't. Cause no, people will send me a. <laughs> they I owe you. I don't yeah. owe you nothing. They gonna send you requests. Yeah. Denied. Yeah. Word. I'm broke with rich taste. <laughs> um, my Instagram is at listen two things. That's listen two things on IG. I believe that's also on Twitter. But if you follow me on Twitter, just know at any given day I could disappear from the Twitterverse <laughs> once more. I was gone for like five years, ten years, yeah, some crazy. You better off catching on IG. Yeah, and um. The website, listen to things.com. So it's really not hard to find me if you can type in the word listen and two. It's a good chance things will follow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. And what is when does the, the web series drop? Oh, thank you. Because clearly I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I got you. I got the, you. Uh, the website, the web show airs bi weekly, so twice a month, commonly alternating. So every other week on Tuesdays. So pick your poison on who you listening to first because we both gonna be here yeah yeah you could listen. we don't care yeah because we listen man two things is, is shorter than the podcast so you could either listen before or after the podcast it don't matter your order just make sure you listen to both that's it because there's a lot of information that needs to be shared we don't care just get there um and then once you subscribe once you subscribe to the mood board that is on the alternating weeks from the show so you will always hear from me in some capacity whether the show or the newsletter that's it that's all but um thank you Alyssa. i appreciate you beloved <laughs> now you do the theme music all right let me get out of here man look man in the meantime in between time um Follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Meadows. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend or tell a motherfucking friend. And, um, Transparency for the stress. And you still ugly underneath your mask. This is true. Don't let the eyes fool you, beloved. You look like a butt underneath it. And cover your fucking nose dick. Cover you cover your your, your your nose, dick, dick nose, whatever order sounds better to you. Cover that shit, man. Wear your mask popular. <laughs> Just wear your fucking Yeah. Cover your shit, bro. Cover your goddamn nose dick, man. Y'all be safe. Wear your fucking mask. Listen to two things, then listen to this shit. But um, boom. And we out. Bye. Bang. (laughs) Here we go.
can do better than that. Maybe you need to hit the dojo to get some more practice. Ah! 